Welcome back to He's the Worst, the podcast where we talk about men in TV and movies that are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, we're coming at you today from the the office where we work sometimes Sometime, in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a glass door and the people literally in charge of the corporation are <laughs> across the hall, so... Hopefully. We'll give them the old razzle-dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine, because it's after hours, so who cares. Um, yeah, so first off, I want to apologize for... No, 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 I want to apologize. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to apologize to all of our lovely listeners, especially all my friends from college who have been actively listening to this, for our hiatus that we took. It is all Jeff's fault. Seasonal depression, y'all. <laughs> Get that help. So, um... Yeah, but we're back now. And I think once we st- get a couple in, I think we'll be good to go continually. Yeah. So, today's episode, who are we talking about? We're talking about HSM, a.k.a. I guess I should have done that backwards. High School Musical, a.k.a. HSM, featuring yes. the all-star cast. Um, we're going to be talking about Troy Bolton. Yeah. Predominantly. Unless it sparks our fancy I mean, all of a sudden and we're going to talk about something else. I, but Troy Bolton is who we're focusing on. Honestly, I'm probably going to talk about other things too because I love these movies. Okay, do you want to... I think we should first talk about um, our pasts with High School Musical. Because, alright, so the first High School Musical came out in 2006, I believe. And... I'll back check that for you. I'm almost positive. I feel like you're right because it was when I was in fifth grade. What? Oh, 05 to 06. That's not when you were in fifth grade. Yeah, 05 to 06. No, I was in fifth grade in 05 06. You were in. No, because I graduated 11 to 12. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm confused. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it came out in 2006 because yeah. I was in sixth grade. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, fifth or sixth grade, depending on when it came out. Whatever. I fit in. Second half of fifth grade it was 2006. First half of sixth grade was 2006 for me. So yours would have been, you're one year ahead, so. <laughs> Either way, that movie came out. Whatever, we were it, approximately 11 years old. Yeah, head in puberty. And we were, you know, at the time I remember thinking, like, I shouldn't talk about this at school because I'm getting to be too old for, like, Disney Channel stuff. But we were exactly the target age for this. Everyone pretended to hate it. I remember everyone yeah. be like, what a dumb movie, but then, like. Because it was so good. Yeah, so I I don't know if I watched the first one live on oh, Disney yeah. Channel. I don't have like a specific memory of that. I definitely watched the second one when it premiered. There was like that time when Disney would play like their hit movies like literally every night at the same time. Mm-hmm. And High School Musical had like an entire month where it was on TV like every day. And Christine, my best friend Christine, and I would literally just like sit pretty much every day after school I'd wait for that movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many times I watched it, but I'm sure many. <laughs> it's on TV a lot. Whatever. So we were the exact target age for it when the first one came out, and the second one, I guess, came out like a couple years later. Like almost, yeah, like one and a half years later. And then the third one came out in theaters. Yeah. And I was in, I think I was in high school at that point. Yeah. Um, and I did not see it in the theater because I, that would have been pretty desperate. 
to be a oh. high schooler and watching High School Musical 3 in the theater. That came out in 2008. Oh. Well, okay, so I guess I was in 8th grade, 7th or 8th grade. That was just in my freshman year of high school. Well, whatever. Um, I just, I remember being like, it would be pretty pathetic if I went and saw this in the theater. And I did not. I did eventually watch it, I think when it came on to Disney Channel after it was in the theater. Um, because I've only seen it, I've only seen the third one, like, twice. One of those times was, like, I saw it, oh, that's a lie. I just, I just had a flashback to college. (laughs) Um, no, I've seen it a handful of times. One of the times was when it first was on Disney Channel. Then when I went to college, one of my roommates is, like, really into high school musical, which we'll get into in a second. Um. But we, so we watched it a couple times in college, and then recently, my dad, no, my mom and my sister watched it in the back of the car on our way from my house to where my dad grew up, and um, so they were watching it in the back, and I I listened to it. Well, I think we ran out of time. Listening So they, like, like, skip through. They, like, the last third of it, they skip through just to watch, like, the finale number. <laughs> listening to High School Musical is, like, 90% of the experience because the music is exquisite. It is. So, okay, the second... So the first part, I think, of our High School Musical experience was as kids, like, yeah. being the target audience watching it on Disney Channel. The second part of my High School Musical experience was, like, having seen them as kids and been like, okay, fine, whatever, these are enjoyable. When I got to college, my at, at the time she was my hallmate, Hannah, because we were freshman hallmates, but after that we lived together for three years. And she she like made us watch them all the time. And like uh, whatever, we're not doing anything, it's Friday night, let's just watch high school musical. Or like during finals or whatever, we would just like watch them. I remember one year we the it became a tradition for us to go to our formal, go back to my apartment and watch the second High School Musical movie. We did that for multiple semesters. <laughs> and it got progressively more shambly as we got older, because, like, the first time we did it, we weren't really drinking. But then by the time <laughs> we were seniors... <laughs> um, High School Musical 3 had a budget of $11 million. It made $252.9 million at the box office. That's I believe that. You know what's funny? Insane. The best part about HSM3 is that the entire budget went to that one shot where Troy is in the hallway and the hallway is spinning around him and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sad. <laughs> That's where the entire budget make, for that entire movie went. You gotta be more specific because I think he does that. No, the hallway, the hallway is turning. It's like, you know when you go into like a, oh, yeah, yeah. a fun house I know what you're and about. you like yeah. have to walk across this circle that's yeah. spinning, but the, the, like, lights the hallway are like does that. real low. Yeah. Yeah. It's all silver and weird, and he's wearing jeans and his like his, basketball yes. shirt. He looks so, he looked pretty good though. And he still had the sort of Justin Bieber esque hairdo back then. The that was definitely. I, oh, we didn't say Zac Efron played Troy Bolton. Did we say that? No, but Zac Efron hates that. He, he that's like his bigger surprise. I don't, I don't know because it got him on the map. It's the only reason that he's like popular now. I mean, he was always going to be popular when you looked like that. Like, you were either... But, like, that was the reason that he got Hairspray. Yeah. And Hairspray is, like, his first big movie. Yeah. So. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever, Zac Efron. You can... I don't know. You know, here's the thing. 
I never, I mean, Troy Bolton was always, like, fine. Zac Efron back then was fine. But now people, like, love him, and he just creeps me out. It's the hair. He's too, he's, like, too muscular. You know what I mean? Oh, that is, like, he's, like, so there's, like, stories of him being on set, and, like, when he gets bored, he just, like, does push-ups. I apologize for that sound. I'm just taking a drink. <laughs> like, most um, of us are, like, oh, like, let's watch this YouTube video, but he's, like, how can I be more muscular? It's just, like, it feels like he can't really walk around very much. He's, like, reverse Bruce Willis. Like, no matter how hard Bruce Willis tries to work out, he'll never be muscular. What? But Zac Efron is the complete opposite. Like, I think he just, like, breathes and his abs just get more defined. He's, like, one of those people that I'm, like, I can't... Imagine that you're fun to hang out with because you are too muscular. I feel like all he would want to talk about is working out. Like, can you imagine, like, hugging him? It would be, like, yeah. uncomfortable. I can't. Like, I can't imagine that. I don't know. It's, it's like, in a different way than... Because I also do not like Channing Tatum for a similar reason. Because he's just too big and muscular. It's See, like, I would definitely want to hug Channing Tatum because I feel like he's just such a goofball. Like No, but he's, like, he looks to me like... A stocking full of ground beef. <laughs> I think he looks like the type of person that hug you and like stick a kick me sign on your back. Okay, yeah, but also he's just like too <laughs> he's too muscular, he's too huge. But Zach Efron is like so compact muscular yeah, that I feel like he short. would be really like if you touched him, he would feel like stone. It's like an Edward Cullen thing. That can't be comfortable, you know what I mean? Wow, we can't bring Twilight. That's a different story, okay? <laughs> like you can't you know what, though? I'm sorry. I literally just had this revelation that maybe Cheetah Girls is superior simply because there's no <gasps> male person to ruin that movie. There are male people to ruin every single Cheetah Girls movie. But even, like, movie. Raven's dad in that movie was, like... No, but there's, like, the rival boy group that she ends up kissing oh, the guy with the long true. blonde hair at just the kidding. end. Just kidding. See, you know what? Okay. High School Musical. No, I will okay. Give... Cheetah Girls, the second, third one. I think the third one where they go where Raven Simone's not in it. Yeah. I remember watching that because I was at my girl. I was like too old to be watching it, <laughs> but I was still like pretty young, middle school, early high school age. I was at my grandmother's house and there was like nothing else to watch. That was the first movie I remember watching and being like, this movie is terrible. The second one was so good though. The second one is fun because they like go to, to Barcelona. 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 <laughs> so they like. I've been to Barcelona. It's really cool there. <laughs> you got the Spanish lisp and everything. Yeah, Bar- that's how they Barcelona. say it. Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I hate everything about you. <laughs> so anyway, this whole entire episode or two, depending on how much we talk about it, is dedicated to Hannah because she's the one that has made me... Um, watch these so many times. Should I also dedicate this to Christine? Because <laughs> never forget the night when they had like the follow along with the cast and learn how to dance and Christine oh and I moved all the furniture <laughs> out of the way in her living room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this oh, is this is to you too. <laughs> good times. Anyway. So I think we should start well after we have already explained our entire histories of high school musical. <laughs> We should start in case in case anyone listening to this hasn't seen High School Musical, which seems the odds seem very very low. My parents have seen it. I mean, yeah, obviously. And my dad has been hunting since like. Sorry, I burped. <laughs> Sorry for that dramatic. Moment. What? Since he was like five, so and he's seen it like. 
Whatever. So anyway, um, if you haven't seen it, how would you describe this movie? No, okay. New, new game. So High School Musical is three words. How would you describe this movie in three words? Better than... Wow. <laughs> you only have one word Can left? I have a few more words? <laughs> um, better than... Better than most. How would you describe the plot of this movie in three words? Oh, that's what you want? Yeah. That's I thought you just want like general. No. Like, uh, <laughs> and you can't use High School Musical as the three words. <laughs> Although you could use... A, you could use Sharpay and Ryan. Okay. <laughs> Mine is... Pyramus and Thisbe. Because You're such a nerd. At its, <laughs> at its core, this movie is a star-crossed lovers type of story. Modern adaptation, modern-ish, modern to 2006. Um, based on, I think it was originally based on, like, Greece, which is based on Romeo and Juliet, which is based on Pyramus and Thisbe, so there you go. Actually, I'm going to change mine to Adam and Eve. Why? They're not star-crossed. No, because the man was too lazy to go do his own thing, and he had to have the woman do it for him to get motivated for anything. And then their success punished everyone else. That's true. So Their success does punish everyone else. <laughs> okay, so basically, um, you want to just go through chronologically? Yeah. And just list off all the things that Troy does that are the worst? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant, like... Describe them in detail because I'm like no, no. ready to do that too. <laughs> we can do that. Too. Well, why don't we just go through and perform all the songs <laughs> in order? Okay, so the first High School Musical starts. It opens at a New Year's Eve party in New Mexico. Some well, it takes place in New Mexico, but this is like some snowy resort place. Probably like Utah then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know geography of that area. Of the United States very well, so... Most people don't, because it's sad. But anyway. Um, so they're at a New Year's Eve party, and it starts out with you you know that Troy is a jock from the very start, because he, him and his dad are playing basketball on vacation, and their mom is like, what are you... Dressed to the nines. Like, she's like, you need to take a break from basketball for once, ha ha ha. She's in, like, a ballroom gown on the shawl, and she's like, oh. Oh, yeah, and his dad is the coach of the basketball team. I don't know if they tell you that, like, the first scene, but you find out pretty quickly. Have you seen that video? It's of, like, a bunch of girls, and are like, it's Troy Bolton's dad! And it's, like, the guy that played his dad, and he, like, runs up to him, he's like, go Wildcats, get your head in the game, and then just, like, runs away. Did you know that actor is married to, Blake Lively's sister? What? Yeah. And he comments on Ryan Reynolds' Instagram stuff all the time. Oh my god, me too. Well, I don't comment on it, but I imagine myself commenting on it. Um, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can tell he's like a jock or whatever from the very first scene. And Gabriella like, doesn't want to go to the New she's Year's reading a, party. Yeah, she's like reading a book in the... Because it's like, it's like there's a teen party happening yeah. that their families force them to go to and then... I think they literally call it that too. Like, um, this is the teen party. And their parents go to the party where there's yeah, alcohol, alcohol, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so whatever. So they're there and Gabriella, they're at the party. Gabriella is reading a book, which like, same. <laughs> um, and then there's karaoke happening. 
and they have this like these spotlights that like randomly pick the two of them out of the crowd <laughs> and force them to sing, which is crazy. In real life, like they could just leave. Like yeah. they don't have they could just And so they both like stand up there and they're all like Oh, I'm so meek. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna sing this song that. Why would I know this song? Because it's made up. It's like a fake song. It's not like they're singing a real song that everybody knows. Fake news. That song. Okay, everybody does know <laughs> that song now. But before this, it was it was the song that they wrote for this movie. It's not like it's a a normal song, you know. So I don't know how they both know knew the song. But I think um, Troy's first thing that I have issue with is the weird embroidered shirt that he wears. I was gonna say his outfit is awful. He like takes a jacket off and it gets worse. Like he it's like it has like blue embroidery on it. It's like a white shirt with blue I'm like, what are you doing? It looks like some wedding shirt from like nineteen eighties Alabama. Like I don't know where you get that, but like yeah, I mean Gabrielle's outfit was very on point for two thousand six. Yeah. Like at least she had her game together from like, always, though, to be honest. Troy's always a mess, starting with his outfits. But anyway, the point <laughs> so, is... Um, so, anyway, they, like, are singing, and he sings first. It's a duet, I guess. So he, sing- <laughs> he sings first, and then, and then just like, walks off the yeah, stage. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so dramatic. They're like, oh, I can't believe I have to be here. And he, like, leaves her alone. Which, rude. Adam and Eve. Like, he was like, this is too much, I'm going to leave. And then as soon as she starts singing, he's like, oh. Yeah, so she starts singing and then comes back on stage or whatever. I don't know. And the they sing together. most disappointing thing for me was finding out that they didn't actually sing. They had voiceovers. Well, in the first movie, Zac Efron did not do his own vocals, but Vanessa Hudgens did. Did she really? Yeah, and but then in the second and third movie, they both did their own vocals. She's so in the bogey now. That's a joke for RuPaul's Drag Race fans, which Rachel and Angelica. So thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Insane. So then, the first like real terrible thing that he does is they after they sing together, they're like, "Oh, we're teens that just met and had a connection?" Question mark. Let's exchange phone numbers. And they exchange phone numbers, and then he leaves the next morning without saying goodbye to her, and doesn't even text her or anything. Like, I don't know, because later, basically, they meet at school. The next scene is them meeting at school, because she moved to New Mexico and happened to be at the same school as him. And they, like, run into each other, and he apologizes for not saying goodbye the next day. Only because he's caught. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's just so weird to me because he had her phone number, he could have just texted her. And like, she's gorgeous. Like, if no, he would have. Like in real life, he would have because she is beautiful. Like fake news. Anyway, it's been a while since I wrote these notes, and I have some all caps things that I'm mad about <laughs> starting right now. So. <laughs> Let me just read them. Any guy who is the sports star of a high school is the worst. <laughs> At schools that have a significant click problem, the athletes that leave the school are always terrible. And then in all capitals, why is their entire basketball team so short? How could they possibly think that they will be professional athletes or even play at the college level? 
Okay, read, yeah. read them. <laughs> <laughs> They're I agree with a myself. Lot of, a lot of Harvard feelings left over from, uh, from high school there. I just think that I got a better perspective on sports while in college because I tutored athletes, and so I know how tall basketball players tend to be, and they are far taller than They're sure, everyone on their team. Okay, give you an idea. Like Zach Efron's like 5'9", 5'10", I think, and I think the only person taller than him was... Like Cordon Bleu. And <laughs> I don't think that he is even taller than him. He just has big hair. Exactly. And That's like, what my sister has always been really tall and in like sixth grade get really mad because she would have been the tallest person in her class except that this one boy had really, like he had like an afro <laughs> and and his hair was taller than her but not his actual head. Aww. She was real pissed about it. Real er, Gabriella and Sharpay moment there. Not really. That it is, didn't matter. I'm just trying to make it work. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Basically, the whole uh, point of this movie is that he's like a sports star. He's the cool, popular head of the school, whatever. And she's the new girl. But they're not... His friends aren't mad that they're friends. Because they don't... Well, actually, no, they are. Now that I think about it. Because she's like some sort of genius girl. Yeah, because she, like, did well in the science class, so she's a nerd or some shit. Like, and then, like, she's in, like, the science decathlon or Or something whatever. like that, yeah. I don't know. I'm losing track of what we're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> what were you talking Oh, yeah, okay, so, like, whatever, they're star-crossed. Like, he's always nice to her at the beginning. It's not like he automatically was like, oh my god, you're a nerd. When your issue is between basketball and theater, like, you don't have problems. Like, you're, like, you can still have a girlfriend and choose basketball. That's my, like... Well, no, the issue is, well, yeah, I guess, so, like, over the course of the first movie, the there are two big issues. The first one is that Troy and Gabriella's friends don't want them to be yeah. together or don't want them to be friends because it's distracting them from basketball and the yeah. academic decathlon. And then the second issue is that Troy and Gabriella are auditioning for the musical and want to do that instead. Well, not even they don't even want to do it instead of their other activities. They want to do it as well. Yeah. And so I don't really understand. As a person who, like, did everything in high school I don't understand the issue that's my that's my thing is like first of all Troy don't do theater cause Sharpay and Ryan they got it like they're good <laughs> except I'm concerned that they always play the leads because they're brother and sister and like there's so many musicals where the leads are love interests which is not even the issue is not the that they're playing love interests is that they would potentially have to like kiss each other on stage. That guy. What are you talking? He's about? like pulling his pants down with the window open. Where I can't see. Up there in that office, like he was just like undoing his belt, and I'm like, "You're, dude." Anyway, that was unpleasant. That was just too much. Anyway, okay. sorry. That was like a lot of. So yeah, my is, my concern is incest. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's my main concern. 
Ryan is gayer than a $3 bill. There's no way that those two are shucking up in any way. So apparently I was reading like synopses on IMDb and one synopsis on IMDb describes um, Sharpay and Ryan who are, they're twins. Their last name is Evans and they are like always the stars of every theater production at the school. Um, it says the Evans twins are rich, spoiled, self-centered, narcissistic, privileged, and powerful drama Nazi Evans twins. Is how they describe them. Which, to be fair, they are very pale and blonde. I am privileged, but so are Troy, or at least so is Troy. I don't. Gabriella seems like she comes from. Like Her a last civil... name is Montez. Oh, well, sorry, I didn't mean the little white part. <laughs> <laughs> I just put the privilege part, but I think Gabrielle... No, she is a single... Her mom is a single single mom. mom. right? Yeah. Not that she's unprivileged. Because it seems like her mom has, like, a good job and everything. But she has to move around a lot. Yeah, and she works... Like, has to work for a living, unlike Troy, who works because he wants to get into a good... Yeah, unlike Troy, who... What do his parents do? Because his mom seems to have a job and his dad seems to just coach the high school basketball team. You know what? Maybe this is more progressive than we thought. Like, maybe his mom, like... (laughs) Yeah, his dad's a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, maybe she's a breadwinner. Well, she has to be, because how much does... Even if it's the, like, the most successful high school basketball team ever, how much could that coaching job possibly pay? The house they live in is ridiculous. Well, but it's also New Mexico. Yeah, but still, (laughs) like, they have, like, a full-size, like, basketball court and, like, regulation-size basketball court in their backyard and a kitchen that, like, looks like it's featured on Food Network. That's true. Like... A basketball can fit in their sink. You're right, because he does do it. That's so funny. That's normal for kitchen sinks, though. Even my kitchen sink here, I think, could fit a basketball. My kitchen sink could if my roommate suddenly trash in the sink all the time. I broke one of my roommate's plates this weekend by accident. Good. It wasn't a big deal. You know who's worse than Troy? Roommates. (laughs) All of them. My roommates are fine. I mean, whatever. They're... I don't care. If mine listen to this... You're the worst roommate I've ever had. Especially you, Cynthia. Uh, no! She won't listen to this, whatever. You can... <laughs> you are the worst, Cynthia, for not listening to this. How dare you? Any. I'm sure she's super into high school musical. It's what got her through having to kill that rat with a rock. She, was, she went to a magnet school in Florida for theater, so... No. So, like... I'm sure she... I'm sure she is obsessed with high school people. I bet she takes Ryan and Sharpay's side, just like the rest of us. Okay. So anyway... The moral of the story is, Troy's a fuck... Oops, sorry. <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> Troy's a... Boy? He's a piece of poop. Um, okay. So... The, <laughs> back to why Troy is the worst. After him and Gabriella like meet again at school or whatever, he is so insecure that he immediately asks Gabriella not to mention to his friends or anyone that he's saying one time on vacation in the process of making a girl fall in love with him. Yeah, because if we were in a Disney movie, his friends would be like, that's gay, bro. You're gay. Well, gay. but the funny thing is it's like he was doing it to impress a girl. Still would have been gay. <laughs> but in reality, it's because his friend Chad is in the closet. We'll get back to that in a little bit. Don't worry. Um, 
like, I don't know. His friends should be supportive of the things that he likes. No matter what they, I mean, not no matter what they are. If they're like murder or something, that's not great. (laughs) But, you know, out of everything that you could do at a club in high school, his friends should be supportive of that. And, like, they, they seem to be the masculine type of people that would support any way to get laid. You know what I mean? Except Chad, because they want to try all them, so. You know what always irked me about this movie? Is that they put, like, they have to pair people up by race. Oh my god! Even as a kid, I was like, why do the two white people and the two black people end up together? Troy and Gabriella are a mixed couple, though. Sort of. Kinda. But yeah. Whatever. It was mostly that the two Chad black people ended up together, especially because they have nothing in common. But Chad and Ryan ended up together. What are you talking about? Okay, so... A mixed-race gay couple. Like, Gabriella's best friend and Troy's best friend are both black, and they both end up together at the end of the movie. Literally have nothing in common. The entire movie, they've just been fighting with each other. Actually, no, they worked together in order to break up their best friends. I think they're more, they have more simple relationship in High School Musical 2 than Troy and Gabriella, though. Yeah, I mean, the, they're together for all three movies, but they don't they don't have any relationship problems because all the relationship problems are focused on Troy and Gabriella throughout the series. Taylor. Her name is Taylor. Taylor McKessie. Duh. Played by Monique Coleman. <laughs> it's like you're not even a fan. First of all, how do you say Kelsey's real name? I have no idea. It's Russian or something. Okay, it? at least you knew that it was like that. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Yeah, she probably doesn't even know. <laughs> anyway, um, eventually Troy does admit to his friends that he likes to sing, and and then they have a big basketball number. Have you seen the um, oh, what's it called? The like, oh my god, I can't believe we're forgetting the name. The voiceover thing. Oh, bad lip reading. Yes, 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 yes. Where they're like. Ball? Ball? Basketball? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's quality. Quality content. But he tells his friends he likes to sing, and then they're like, there's this big issue because he wants to be in the musical, but the rehearsals overlap with basketball practice, which is fair. I think that's like, that would have happened at my high school if yeah. you had wanted to do both. Well, that's why I didn't play lacrosse in high school is because I wanted to be in the musical. At least in our school, like basketball season and musical theater did not coincide yeah ours didn't either track did and we had issues with people that ran track but like it was this it was it would have been because we did musicals in the spring so whatever the spring sports were yeah yes or like you probably could have been on both because like our sports teams were so bad that if you showed up to like two practices they probably would have let you play yeah plus like we didn't have i don't think we had any jocks that played or that were in theater in my school there were when I went to school in in Ohio, like the co- like the football coach's son was like the lead in Susical, and he was like super homophobic. But I hate to break it to him, his son is super gay. Like, does he know? I know, but he probably doesn't know. <laughs> like, uh. Okay, um, so then. When the auditions happen, Troy doesn't tell his friends and just, like, lies to chat about it. 
It just seems like, why? I just... Because he doesn't intend to audition. He's, like, following Gabriella around, being creepy. And, like, he has that janitor cart that he's, like, uh-huh. hiding behind the mop and in the back of the auditorium, like, watching everyone. Which is super weird. Oh, he's not following Gabriella because he... Gabriella, like, pops up at the end. Whatever. He's just trying to... He's looking to audition for the musical. And he's, like, being super, super creepy about it. And he takes the janitor's cart, which is super rude, because doesn't the janitor need that? Like, weren't they in the process of using that if it's not in the closet? I assume so. They don't get enough paid enough for that bull stuff. (sighs) And then he does a fine song with Gabriella and the teacher is like hey you should call back or whatever and then Troy breaks into the science club's rooftop garden using his higher social status he's like I'm the star of the basketball team so you really need to give me access to your rooftop garden and the kid's like I have two parents who work, like, low-income jobs just to put me in this fucking high school. I don't need you telling me how to run my upstairs garden, you privileged piece of shit. Um, when Troy is trying to balance the musical and basketball, he doesn't tell... So he's, like, practicing for his callback with Gabriella and also playing basketball. And he doesn't tell anyone he's doing both. So he just flakes out on people all the time, which is super rude. Like, what the heck? Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> is that how you're going to motivate your kids someday? That's, I, you know, sometimes I try to motivate myself that way, but I, it doesn't even work. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, I'm up for myself as well, not, not for you. Anyway. Um, it's just his whole... They spend so much of the movie just, like... You know, Being worried about stupid stuff. Troy could have been a great break of like that character trope of like I can't I can't like do basketball and theater because I'm like straight and cool and a jock. Like he could have just been like this really cool like effeminate straight guy that like did both and like was still popular and very nice to everyone. But then what would the conflict of the movie be? That's where we get into the conflict between who deserves the lead roles more, Ryan Sharpe or Troy and Gabrielle. So you full, full-heartedly, wholeheartedly believe that Ryan and Sharpe deserve or at the least leads. over those two. If there were other people who put in as much effort as Ryan and Sharpe, then yes, I could understand. But Troy and Gabrielle are like, ah, oh, no, well, they don't want to do this. If you want to talk about privilege, Ryan and Sharpe have by the far country. the most yeah. privilege out of everyone in this entire film how franchise. Much, how much are their parents not worth? Because it has to be... Because in the second one, they, like, own the country club. Yeah, and I have to imagine, like, they own an entire golf course. Yeah. At least in the hundred millions. There's no way. I don't know. Although it's, like, it's in Mexico. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, like, five dollars. Like. I don't know. It's just... Because they, like, had... Um, Ryan and Sharpe have the advantages of having, like, vocal coaches and dance classes and, like, blah, 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 and flashy costumes and everything for their entire lives. So if you try try to even the playing field, who deserves it? Like, if you're just going for talent, like, yeah, Ryan and Sharpe definitely have better showmanship. That's for sure. 
But if you're going based purely on talent, shouldn't Ryan and Torpey, because they had so many advantages for so long, shouldn't they be like way, way, way better than Troy and Gabriella if they had the same level of talent? Brian arguably sometimes holds Sharpay back. Yeah, because he wears stupid, ugly neon hats all the time. He can't be openly gay. Look at his family. You're not allowed to wear hats in school. Well, in that school, you can can sing and dance on the hallways and skip class, and it's perfectly fine as long as it's a catchy song. So we had a, I mean, honestly, sometimes my school, my high school felt like that school in fame. People would literally, like, break out into song and dance just, like, in the middle of the hallway. It was weird. But it was fun. Not my high school. That, yeah, no, mine was like a prison. <laughs> Having more flashbacks. Anyway, um, I wonder how many times we've said anyway in this episode. I say I realize that my transition to start a new line of thinking is, so anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> there's one scene where Gabriella is, like, they're in the, Gabriella and Troy are on the basketball court. And they're like goofing off because she's shooting some hoop, shooting some hoops, and Troy like grabs her. You remember, like around the torso, and like swings her around. And his dad comes oh, his in dad. and yells at them, but Gabriella is just like, "Oh, like sorry, bye," and walks off. And then he yells at he gets mad at his dad after she leaves, which he should have done that while she was there, so she didn't feel so. <laughs> terrible about it if my dad had walked in on me flirting with the girl like that the music from the spongebob uh marching band episode sweet victory would have been playing in the background he would have fallen to his knees and like did a victory pose like thank god but that's not the point of the story i just <laughs> anyway yeah his dad's a dick he was rude unnecessarily like your son must like <clears throat> Not fulfilling his duties or whatever are not her fault. He's bad at prioritizing. Well, multitasking. And Chad, not Chad, Troy's dad is obviously Coach Bolton is his name, in case anyone wants to know. I was trying to think of if he has a first name, but I think they just call him Coach Bolton all the time. Do you have the script in front of you? Like, no. You... <laughs> I just have a memory. I don't know about you. Nope. <laughs> um, Coach Bolton is obviously a huge sexist. Because of that particular scene, when um, he yells at Gabriella for, like, distracting Troy, which that's Troy's problem, not a Gabriella problem. And he has the this huge antagonism towards the drama teacher, Mrs. Um, Jarvis, or whatever his name, her name is, and, like, constantly belittles her because she is so focused on the, the musicale, as she says it. Um, and like is looking down on her and this sort of feminine which is a career that she has because like she's just as passionate about things she does as troy's dad does but she's not in troy's dad's space being like your basketball is ruining exactly like exactly no coach bolton take a feminist 101 class therefore coach bolton is a huge sexist that's what happens when you only take community college classes and they don't offer feminist or gender studies yeah, I mean, it's New Mexico. All they have is, like, here's how to shoot the people coming over the border. That's what happens in New Mexico, right? <laughs> Probably, I mean. For now, until we build that wall. 
Coach Bolton is going to build that wall between Troy and Gabriella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they'll have to talk through a hole, uh, a chink. Oh. oh, that was a, that was a uh, <laughs> unfortunate. That's a um, Midsummer Night's Dream reference. <laughs> through a hole. Yeah. I kissed the wall's hole. I'm not sure that's at all. Well, that would then he's two. Meet me straight away. Sure, Jane. Time to play. Time death. I come without delay. Um, I will say, though, that this trilogy is better than the Star Wars prequels. Anything is better than the Star Wars prequels. The third Cheetah Girls movie is better than the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> number yeah, Attack of the Clones, absolutely. That Omega's movie is Cheetahs. Trash. No, the third one's where they go to India or something like that, I think. Are you thinking of Sex in the City, the movie, where they go to Abu Dhabi? No, I'm pretty sure they go... I'm I don't just know where they I go. I think that, they go to India. I just wanted to bring that movie up, because I just... I have not seen it, so I don't know. It's pretty bad. I mean, yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. The Star Wars prequels? Gonna say no, I'm just trying to... Th- what happens next? So, like... Oh, so, basically, the next thing is that Chad and Taylor join together to make a plan to trick Gabriella and Troy into, like, hating each other, I guess, and so that they don't go and audition for the musical and they can fully focus on academic decathlon and basketball. And... Well, the best part about this is that this is when the two of them meet outside of the school, Chad and Taylor. Taylor has one of those rolling backpacks, which is hilarious. I love her. And Chad is wearing, like, three different watches on his wrist, (laughs) which are just two of my very favorite things about this whole movie franchise. I loved her outfit. The flare jeans, the polo, like she had the headband on. She was always the one that looked like very put together because she was like the class president, blah, 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 whatever. Um, She's great though. I love her. Yeah. I mean, she's the only one that's going to be like super successful out of all of them. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel like Gabriella. Gabriella is the genius girl, but. No. Okay. Let's be real. Quote unquote. Yeah. No. Even Kelsey, I feel like, might be more intelligent than Gabriella. Well, Kelsey is very talented. Then again, all of women are far more intelligent than the men in the, this movie. The boys suck. The boys are terrible. All they're there Except for is to Ryan. ruin each other's lives. Ryan and... Ryan gets a pass. <laughs> He's in the closet, okay? <laughs> it's hard for him. I would love a High School Musical 4, like, Ryan's Awakening, and it's just, like, the first thing is him bursting out of the closet, like... Did you see him in Halloween Town High, I think it was? Don't you ever insult me like that. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> Sorry. I will never get over re- them recasting Marnie. For I some, know, right? Especially with, what's her Sarah, whatever her name is. Mis- Sarah, Sarah Mistake. Sarah Paxton or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what She it was, was terrible. They brought in some thin girls. Like, Marnie was thick and she was proud. She looked good. Yeah. And she had her magic game together. Debbie Reynolds was always, like, solid, though. Rip. I can't believe she was in those movies. So, when they're tricking Troy, 
<laughs> forgot his name for a second. Uh, High School Musical spinoff, Tricking Troy. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Troy into... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I know where you were going. I was there, too. <laughs> um, I don't know if we are going to the same place. Trick Troy into... Um, basically... No, okay. Chad and the, the basketball team had this laptop open with this huge chunky webcam on there that Chad is very obviously angling towards Troy's face. So I don't know what is wrong with Troy. Obviously he's a blind person and just a complete idiot. And Gabrielle never should have liked him in the first place because they're emotional, not their, their, the intellectual gap between the two of them is so vast that no matter how good at basketball is, Troy could never close it anyway. Um, so he, they're recording him on this webcam and they trick him, I guess, into saying that like the team is the only thing that matters and Gabriella and the callbacks don't matter. Oh, that's right. Which is first of all, a lie and also mean, even, even if he didn't, because in the story, he doesn't know that they're transmitting it to Gabriella and she's seeing it. It still doesn't make sense to me that he would say that. I mean, I understand in the context of the story, it's like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to say this because that way my team will get off my back. But it's so obviously not true. Yeah. And it's just so disrespectful to Gabriella that, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. He could have just been like, leave me alone. I'm focused on basketball. It's fine. What also doesn't make sense to me is that like, all these characters taste singing and dancing, but they all sing and dance. And like... Well, that's... By yeah. movie two... I mean, it's a musical. You gotta but, suspend your disbelief. <laughs> but like, by mo- movie two, are they like accepting and like the theater kids are cool? Like, no, they or, don't dance. But they do. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and then... Gabriella and Troy... Somehow they make up. Yeah, I don't remember how. I think it was real quick. I don't think it was much. I think... He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, yeah, you need to audition for the musical and do this. Well, because he goes to her house to apologize to her. Oh, that's right. And, like, climbs up a tree to get to the porch that's outside her window, which is super creepy. Also, there are no trees in New Mexico. They don't have anything there besides... Maybe he climbed up a cactus. He built a that wall. That are really, really, really <laughs> tall cactus. I don't know, but he, he's just like creepy. Like he didn't go to her front door and ring the doorbell. He went to her window. That's one of my greatest fears, is Wait. to have somebody come to my window and want to be let in. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Shut them out. Didn't he go to the door originally and was like, is, is Gabriella here? And the mom was like, no. Or she like, doesn't want to talk to you. She like leaned down and was like, and she was like, she's busy studying or something like that. He that should have tell taken you, that leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't. People that like still stick around even after you're like said no are the worst. Gross. There's literally <laughs> my friends can be so annoying and like not want to leave to the point where I will like put my pajamas on and like go to bed with them still in my house because they just won't leave. I'm like, that is so rude. That is so rude. Just leave. Go talk in your car. (laughs) What's that? 
We that my friend literally did that, but instead of leaving, we hung out with her mom until like two two in the morning. She came back down to get a glass of water, and she's like, "Please go away." <laughs> that happened uh, when I had strep throat over New Year's Eve, like two years ago. I was just sick and dying in my bed the entire time, but my mom stayed up until four a.m. playing board games with my friends. <laughs> uh, respect. <laughs> She was like, I was so tired. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when you stay up until 4 a.m. How irresponsible of you. <laughs> I would have stayed up until 4 a.m. to play board games with your mom. Unless she didn't want to, then I would have, like, respectfully been like, okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, so is that, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything else about the first movie. Other than, then they got the part, and they performed it, and the whole school came together. No, no, together. They, the worst part about this movie is that it's like one of those movies where they spend the entire time just trying to audition or leading up to this big thing and then don't show the big thing. Yeah. Because the, the climax is the callbacks. It's not You don't even see the musical at all. It's they, they just have the callbacks. That part always made me so mad. I was like, wait, so what is the story behind this musical? Yeah. It because doesn't make any sense. Because you know what one of the best movies is ever because of this issue thing, whatever, is Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Yeah. Because you get to see the musical performance that they lead up to for the entire movie, which is awesome. Also, that movie's just good in general. And the third the third High School Musical movie, they like lead up to this big I was going to say, even Hairspray leads up to yeah. them being on the, cha- on, the t- on the show and shows their performance through Baltimore. Like, yeah. You lead up to this big performance, and then all you get is one piece, and everyone stands and applauds, and that's it. Like, of course, then you have, like, the basketball game after. But, which, incredible. Like, everyone knows the dance to that song, and if you don't, you were born too late, and I feel bad for you. (laughs) They, like, clap above their hands. That's what the dance is. Anyway, um... Yeah, I don't know, man. This is just like... The first one was... Troy is a teenage jock. It set the tone for for the most successful sequel in cinematic history. And I appreciate it, but the first one is trash compared to the second. The second one is just so good. Masterpiece. From beginning to very... And Troy sucks in the second one. The second one... Because... In the first one, it's like, oh, like, I don't know, basketball or musical, and he, like, shafts Gabriella in the process. <laughs> but the second one is, like, him just being the worst. Yeah. At least, like, in the first one, he has the excuse of, like, oh, my dad's a dick. But in this one, you just want more money. Which yeah. Which is very capitalist. <laughs> like, and Gabriella represents socialism. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so we're going to play a game. I hope none of our coworkers here because they're sitting right over there. Um, well, basically, we've finished talking about the first movie because we were like, choice is the worst, choice is the worst, and then it ends. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the second and the third movies in part two, which will come out next week. But uh, first, we want to play the Shazam game. Yeah, so basically, Kara's going to sing the song. <laughs> we're going to see if Shazam will pick it up. <laughs> okay. Which one should I sing? I could sing any of them. From the first, let's go first movie. Yeah. Um, status quo. 
That's the best one. Crap, we missed that entire section yeah, of the movie. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Well, because... That's, like, my favorite scene. This is not what I want. <laughs> this is not what I planned. And I just gotta say, I do not understand. Oh, oh I didn't do it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I say that's a fault of the technology, <laughs> not of my singing. You actually that was started, a pretty good impression, You sounded right? just like her, yeah. Sorry, not to yeah. yell on the microphone. Um, yeah, we did skip over status quo because that's... I don't even have anything to say about it. It's just... I, it's just so confused. I, I can't decide if in the end they decided that breaking the status quo was a good thing or if it yeah. stick to, did she continue to stick to it. Well, because that was, like, the song Crap was... Relay. <laughs> Sharpay was the one, like, behind the song. Yeah. And she's she the was, villain. She's behind every song. Even though Troy Bolton is the real villain of the high school music. Well, in the first one, Coach Bolton is the real villain. Troy is definitely <laughs> the villain of the second one. And Stanford <laughs> is the villain of the third one. Um, Sharpay's inner demons are the villain of the first movie. Because they really hold her back. <laughs> Same with Ryan, though. Alright, yeah. I'm disappointed in Shazam. We'll yeah. try again with a song from the second or third movie. Um, if, if it doesn't pick up the second, second episode. It might, might get the third one because the third one is trash. Well, I don't like, really know I didn't mean that to insult many, you. I just meant to insult the movie. I didn't really know that many songs from the third one, to be honest. I know Fabulous from the second movie is like my favorite High School Musical song, period. My grandma hated that song. We watched that movie together because she... Was was visiting the weekend that came out, and I was like, "We're all watching this. Like, I don't care what football game is on, what, whatever NASCAR race, because my dad used to watch NASCAR races. We're watching High School Musical too, so we all like gather around it. And my grandma hated that song. She's like, "She is so spoiled. I hate it." That's the point. And I was like, "I love it." Fetch me my Jimmy Choo flip flops. <laughs> anyway, you think they're real Jimmy Choo flip flops too? No, her. Her tote bag is also not Prada. <sighs> anyway, so we're going to talk about the second and third movies in the next episode. Hope you liked our random ramblings about... That's super loud. <laughs> we're eating food also at the same time as we're doing this, so sorry. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, um... How Sorry. do we end this? I don't even know. Listen next week because there will be one out next week because we are recording it right now. So I promise. We're pick. We're gonna pick right back up on pooping on Troy and HSM two and three. Yes. So tune back in next week. Uh. Please. You're the best. Or else, he's the worst. Bye. <laughs> Ew. <laughs>